Well, hello. Thank you so much for listening to episode five of The Brim of the Brew, Rise and Shine, a group discussion on morning routines. I was fortunate enough to have some close friends that were interested in recording a podcast episode with me. And so we decided to do this um, on a Friday night and discuss morning routines. Like, what is it that we do every morning that makes us frame the day the way we want it to go? So I do hope that you enjoy listening. <laughs> it was a great time, and um, I had a wonderful time making the the episode. So shout out to my dear friends Chris and Scott for allowing me to do this in their home. All right, here we go. So everyone say hi. Hello. Hey, what up? Hey. <laughs> so we all decided to get together. It's a Friday evening and I am pumped. Um, we are all absolutely partic- participating in the drink of choice. Now, guys, what are we all drinking? Who's first? <laughs> I can go first. Um, I am having some lovely um, proper 12 Irish whiskey just to sip on. And I'm uh, chasing that with some Smittix Red Ale. I was keeping it St. Patrick's Day themed on my end. Very nice. Thank you. So Scott, I'm what are you drinking? The, I'm having the Dom Perignon of the Midwest. It's called the Midwest. <laughs> 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 It's the J J Balvin edition. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I know it's very sophisticated. So expect high quality comments out of me tonight. <laughs> well, if Scott's gonna do high quality, I'll be the basic bitch of the night. I'm drinking it <laughs> truly. I'm thoroughly enjoying every moment of it. <laughs> nice. Uh my husband, Scott brought me home some wine uh it is called sea sun Ooh. And, Noir, and it's lovely yeah he always surprises me with these wines that i would never buy because i always go for like that's what i know and it's lovely well we're all gonna be waking up in the morning feeling like p diddy let me tell you it's gonna happen you know, um, speaking of mornings, guys, uh, this episode is about morning routines. Let's dive into it, right? So, Scott, you had um, I had asked you to kind of like find an article um, about morning routines. What you got, bro? What you got? Yeah, thanks. So I actually work in marketing, and we're all about creating content because apparently that's how you goad people into buying something. And I found a piece of gated content by a company called Optimum, and they are a work performance uh, clearinghouse for the best practices for how you can be more productive on your daily basis. And, you know, ultimately they want you to buy something. However, one of their articles is the morning routines of successful people. So there are so many different articles we can find out there, the 10 habits, the 11 habits, the three habits of most successful people in the morning routines. This article had five clear points. These are the things that you do to be successful. I agree with one of the four. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to read those Wait, to you. Wait, I thought you said and, five. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I agree with one of the five. I'm sorry. Yeah, math is. I'm in marketing. Math doesn't work. Um, but the uh, this was published in June of 2020, so a lot of shit's changed since then. So uh, number one, don't be militant on your wake up call. Uh, so words, you know, apparently you can just sleep in until you don't feel like sleeping anymore. Um, this thing says don't be militant. It says. The best option is always to pay attention to get in touch with your own body clock. So, you know, for example, if you don't want to wake up at whatever time you typically wake up, sleep in for 15 minutes. Um, hey, Scott, we're not at change 22 or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm just being, I'm just reading to you. Um, yeah, but you don't uh, have to give us like examples and shit. Oh, okay. So no examples. But in other words. Kristen, how many glasses of wine have you had at this point, huh? <laughs> Four. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm fine. that's a great that's a great dovetail into the next point, which is engage in quiet time, Kristen. Engage in quiet. <laughs> I love quiet time. So everyone, this is an inside joke that uh, mm-hmm. you know um, is very relevant. It's Number very three, relevant. minimize your morning decision. Okay, so don't think heavily about the world. Just go with your gut. Uh, and then schedule literally everything you must schedule. So although you're not supposed to get up at a certain time, uh, you're supposed to schedule everything. Okay, sounds good. Sounds like an order of operations. And then eat and drink healthy stuff. Those are the five data points. that. Uh, Wait, this article, this actually says healthy stuff? Healthy stuff. It says, yeah, it says Define eat and drink stuff. healthy stuff. Huh. Well, um, so apparently you're not supposed to have uh, one of my favorites, Velveeta, which is a cheese-like product. The first thing, <laughs> the second thing in the morning. But uh, in other words, give yourself some good fuel. Okay, so you know what? I can agree with one of these. And that one is engaging quiet time. I do think that in the morning we need to have some quiet time. We need to collect our thoughts. We need to have some proverbial windshield time and uh plan our day so that's my take Mm, nice i mean that yeah it that i mean that article is kind of bizarre with like you said you know you wake up and allow everything to just happen and then plan so i'm curious let's 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 dive in what is what is everybody's morning routines whoever wants to start i don't care it doesn't it doesn't matter but i do want to frame it let's put it in a situation where we're talking about because i mean for me i definitely have a specific work week like morning routine and then i have a weekend morning routine so maybe like what does that look like for each of you during the work week and then the weekend let's let's go around the table and and talk about that again who wants to start does not matter (laughs) i do not want to start i'll put that out there (laughs) well i can go Um, I have a few different morning routines. I have one for the weekend, one for the weekday, but also one for when I have my two-year-old and one for when I don't. Fair enough, girl. Fair (laughs) enough. So I think I'll give you uh, my life 
without my two-year-old because I could kind of control the routine a little bit better on that one. I read a lot this year about dopamine regulation and um, how our phones and electronics have dysregulated that in our population. So when the first thing when I wake up in the morning is I do not look at my phone. I don't want my brain to say, ooh, easy dopamine. I want it to get dopamine from the source that I'm doing myself. So I wake up, I get a cup of coffee, and I grab a book and sit in bed and try to read at least 10 pages. Right now, I'm reading a book called How to Unfuck Your Brain. Uh, Very <laughs> nice. Yes, exactly what I need right now, you know? Um, so I try to read that for 15, 20 minutes, and then I finish my coffee up and get in the shower. And to be honest, I'm a rush out of the door person. I wake up at 7 a.m. and have to be at, work, be at work at 8. So I wake up, read my book, drink my coffee, get ready in 20 minutes and head right out the door. Um, normally not eating breakfast or anything, which I know is the best. Uh, per Scott's rules, we're supposed to uh, fuel your day. I do not do that. Um, and then on the weekend, I like to take it a little easy. I try to wake up at the same time during the week versus the weekend. So normally around 7 a.m. just to keep my body in a constant same cycle. I wake up. Um, I get my coffee, I read my book in bed, and then I normally wake up and make like a big breakfast for myself and go work out. And those are my two different morning routines. Nice. I love that. Yeah, I'm really impressed with the fact that you choose to read 10 pages or so from a book. First thing, I think that's a really healthy habit. Yeah, Yeah, no shit. Yeah, for real. Goals. It's made a huge difference in my life, to be honest. I can tell a difference in the days when I wake up. And even, like, checking a text message or checking an email, it still gives you that false hit of dopamine. So, like I said, I try to not even look at my phone. And I'm getting that first hit from fueling my brain and feeding it and growing. And I notice a massive difference in my whole day because my brain doesn't ache for my phone like it can sometimes. It aches for more knowledge, more growth. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Chris, you're up. Um, I am? Yeah. Not ready. Uh, My morning routine. Um... Hmm. I take care of the house and the dogs. Uh, so my morning routine, yes, wake up. And it's, I think that my morning, like my daily life to a degree, but mornings and evenings are very like scheduled for me to a degree where I like to have things in place. And, um, but no, I make coffee, whether it's upstairs in my French press and I turn on all my, um, plant lights and I change the dog's water. I'm literally going through my routine. And um, I, or I make coffee downstairs, but I always, no matter what, go outside, whether it is negative 30 degrees or 100 degrees, sit outside with my dogs for at least 30 minutes. Oh, and, that's awesome. Yeah. And it is just like my calm space. And I relate, Allison, like there's many times where I do not want to pick up my phone. And sometimes Scott and I will 
text a couple times and sometimes we don't. And it's just my space. I love birds and I change the birds water and I feed them and I feed my dogs and I feel pretty spoiled. Um, that's my morning routine, but I have anxiety, like I have anxiety where I don't have my breakfast made for the morning. Um, I know that I can go into this new position that I'm in at this new company and have like all the food I need. I don't have it, but so I get set in this like direction of this is what I need my morning or my evenings or to look like. And it can cause anxiety for me. Um, so that may have been a little bit heavier. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no. So, so what you're saying is, is that like, like maybe, so if you don't have the, the set routine and you don't follow the set routine, it, it throws you off. Um, I think that I adapt pretty well when things aren't my routine. Um, I really do. Uh, but it's still in the background, in the back of my brain, in the back of my heart, like yeah. where it, where it brings my nervous system to, still brings me a little bit of offness, if that makes mm. any sense at all. It's, yeah. But yeah, so I do, I do like calm mornings, um, but I can also handle chaos. I can handle. I don't have children, but I can handle my dog shitting in the house or puking outside or whatever I need to do. <clears throat> You know, sure. to take care of my day. Yeah. I can, ha- I can handle it. But yeah, I do, I do like calm mornings and I like my time in the morning more than I like my, yeah, I like morning time a lot for my, like mm. to be with, to be with myself. Yeah. So that quiet time, <clears throat> like after you have the list of chores is 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 what what you what you look forward to to make the yes but i choose to do those chores yeah of course yeah yeah Yeah. scott what about you well first thing i do is reach over to the crock pot and get some cheese dip (laughs) (laughs) oh wait 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 i'm not supposed to do that i'm not supposed to do that okay Um, first of all, I just want to say thanks to Kristen because she's the reason that I get to do what I get to do in the morning. And she does so much around the house when I'm absconded to my quiet time. And, you know, I like to think back to maybe three years ago, four years ago. And my, my quiet time was probably going to the gas station and getting a very fancy donut some, uh, coffee and <laughs> had to stop that you know is that because I, I caught you I yes caught she you. did she she caught me several times this was a big outside uh, operation. eating a donut yeah i mean you can't eat a donut in your car you have to literally stand by the pavement the gas station it feels, <laughs> it feels like 1978 i'm out there in a suit you know i'm eating a donut you know, i'm on the phone i'm drinking I coffee but she did but uh so currently <laughs> and for the past you know several years I really enjoy my routine. Uh, I get up, I like to tell people I get up at 4.40, which really means 5.05. And uh, <laughs> so maybe I do, you know, I don't, I'm not that rigid, but I go and I work out. And uh, I work out, I'm fortunate enough to work out at my work and there's no one else there. And so 
I have that quiet time. It's the fortress of solitude. And, you know, I, uh, first of all, was listening to music and that got very boring. And um, thank goodness for podcasts and Spotify because, and, you know, other platforms, because I'm able to listen to things that inform me and guide me. And it helps me kind of formulate my day. And I think for me personally, uh, physical activity in the morning is very important because it, it my needs as a, you know, my personality, but also helps me uh, just kind of level off and yeah. um, feel like I'm in command of my day. So um, I do eat breakfast and most recently I've been eating, you know, like a protein uh, bar on the way home from the gym. And, uh, <laughs> so laughing. boring. It's not boring. It's, uh, no, it's satisfying. No, I am. Oh, you're not very boring, actually. Um, and so then I get to come home and I get to connect with my wonderful wife, who is, has been watering plants, feeding dogs, filling bird feeders, um, formulating her strategy for the day. And she usually has something very important to tell me. And I go, hmm. <laughs> And so we communicate that way, and then it's time for her to get the shower. And uh, okay, that's I, a lot, Scott. I wrap that's it up outside. Where it cuts off. <laughs> no, it's well, really yeah. no. It's keep keep no, getting no. up. He's telling us. I didn't know where he was going to is... take my wife gets in the shower. I'm let's be real. Oh, oh, like, okay, you know, yeah. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ayo, ayo. <laughs> this is uh, not that kind of a podcast, but um, anyway, uh, you know, it's actually pretty much the same on weekends i don't i might get up later but i do feel it's important for me um to get up and do something i guess physically active in the morning and mm -hmm. uh, so that makes me kind of feel like i'm level set for the day and it's really important to me and i found that and i you know hopefully i'm able to do that for the rest of my life so uh yeah that's uh that's mine Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my morning routine is kind of dicey. It's, it's spotty, uh, with, with the work week. Like it just depends on honestly what the previous day held and how I'm going to absorb it and, uh, wake up the next day and, and do it again. Um, but I, I, I admire that you guys have the situation that you are adaptable and also that Allison, you, I, it, it sounds like you're adaptable and Chris and Scott, it sounds like you, you commit no matter what to a certain routine. And I think that that's absolutely incredible. So I really do mean, thank you. Whenever I say thanks for sharing. Um, mine is just like really honestly just kind of what what happened the 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 day before and how I go to bed and if I've sorted it out and how I wake up the next morning um, my ideal work work day <laughs> wake up routine would be just waking up and uh, listening to some nature tracks like on Bluetooth speakers and making a hot tea and having at least, 30 minutes to myself to either meditate or stretch or journal, whatever it is. Like I at least create that time. Um, and then on the weekend, 
I, I want to snuggle my dogs and I want to wake up whenever I wake up. It's just definitely different. I don't know. I think that the morning routine though, like is, is crucial. And I don't necessarily think that we're 100% taught that. Do you, like, where did you guys, like, at what point in time did you realize that uh, mornings are important? Like, how, uh, like, how did you, how did you find, how did you find that out? That's a good question. Uh, for me, mornings have always been important, but I've always been a morning person. Sure. But I don't know if that makes a difference. So mornings have just always been a place where I felt the best of me. Um, and I felt that they were the most freeing and natural and like you can just figure out like or not figure out what you want your day to look like or not look like. Like, mm. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just a, I like the sunrise. I like sunsets too, but um, I would just, I for me, I've, I've been a morning person. Even if that means that I waller in bed for a while. Yeah, sure. I talk about my weekend routine. And it's just like I waller longer. And then I wake up and I realize, yeah, if I don't have any set plans, what's going to get done is going to get done. What doesn't, doesn't. And it's going to be okay. But I, I don't have that same sense of feeling throughout the week. Yeah. And I think it's just because I have more responsibility to like have to wake up to my alarm. <laughs> Honestly. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 But. What about you? What about you, Allison? What do you, when did you figure out that like the routine was important? I don't think I've, you would ever call me a morning person. I always take a long time to wake up, but I've always been like a rush around to get ready and get out the door kind of person. Um, I don't think it was until I had my daughter that I realized the importance of routines in general. And when I saw how she reacted to having a set routine, I realized that I also reacted better to having a set routine and it reduced my anxiety knowing what was going to happen because that decision fatigue wasn't a factor. I had already I knew what I was going to do that morning. Um, so it's definitely been a work in progress. I would say over the past year, I developed that routine and also realized just the importance of um, investing some time in my mental health in the morning. So it's a relatively new habit, um, but the benefits are outstanding and I don't think I could ever let it go. Yeah, dude, you just said something that was huge. Like, I think it is, I think it's for our mental health. Like when it comes down to it, like, I guess if you were to say that that was, like what morning routines actually mean. Like, cause I mean, don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. Like, I don't know about you guys, but there's definitely been days that were so heavy and I end the day like letting go of, of the stress, but it still doesn't change the fact that I wake up the next morning still feeling heavy. Yeah. Having those, having that moment of like allowing myself the, honestly, the luxury of having a morning time and a morning routine, like doing it, even though it's a discipline and it sometimes that's a pain in the ass, mm -hmm. but like still allowing myself to have that time to grow. I, I don't know. I just think that 
it helps us like frame the day does that make sense it does and i think like what allison said having like her morning routine might be quicker to get out the door but she has that same that she has exactly and it doesn't matter if her routine is quick and mine is longer we still have this time that puts us in a routine that makes our mental state our anxiety whatever it is whatever we faced the day before you know the you know it just makes it okay for us to like say we can we're gonna be really good today we're gonna be okay yeah scott care to chime in well i think there's a fine balance between order and chaos and i think that if you didn't have a place to be like work at a specific time you could completely just let your body be yeah I think that we are conditioned throughout our life, whether it's from going to school or going to work, we need to have a schedule. And so um, we're kind of carving out with these morning routines, we're carving out places in our life to have some quiet time and some maybe collecting of thoughts and gathering of emotions to deal with our day to some degree. Um, I don't think that we can be in a situation where I, I, I'm going to tell you right now in 20 years, none of us are going to have this very same routine. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really not going to happen. So we're going to have to adapt as, as our lives adapt. So um, your basic question was, how did we come to this conclusion? I think it's quite frankly for myself, it took 44 years to come to this conclusion. So, uh, you know, God willing, in 44 more years, I might wake up and reach for the cheese dip. That would be super awesome. Uh, yeah. But, you know, uh, hey, I, I defined cheese dip a week ago. I had a piece of cheese in my hand, didn't realize it, and dipped it in dip. And I was like, this is cheese dip. And I had a, I had a moment where I was like, I freaking... This is this is actually what cheese dip means. Okay, but like <laughs> we all, but, but we all need to know what kind of cheese was it that you actually dipped in the dip, and what was and the dip? It was a Havarti, and it was dipped into a French dip. Oh, it was not bad. I'm just telling like, y'all. I had like French, <laughs> like French dip, like sandwich French dip, or like. <clears throat> Just like French onion dip, like Highlands. You can imagine it however you want to. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. This is, I think we're, we're, are we going back to the other podcast about Because this is getting very. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to get more uh, Pinot Noir right now. <laughs> but. Anyway. Totally. Yeah. 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 Cheese dip. Oh. Uh, Apparently, Kristen, you're like a mall cop on top of a little scooter. It's like a Segway. You just totally changed the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> really awkward. That's who I am. Paul <laughs> yeah. Blart. Yeah. Hmm. How old were? How old would you say you were whenever you realized, like, what, like, age was it that you realized that morning routine was important? 
Well, I'm 29, so I would say 29. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm still learning as I go. <laughs> I hope to add more routine to my morning routine as I move through life and can hopefully yeah. wake up easier. <laughs> like, Tom, it's an actual morning routine? Yeah. An actual, like, consistent morning routine? Yeah, it's what Oof. I, yeah. Uh, I was probably 20-something. 20-something. I can't pin it. There's no defining moment. Yeah, I mean, ish. But yeah. Not morning routine. (laughs) I have my morning routine now. But, like, that was more of, like, just get up and frickin' go. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, I don't know. Since I met Scott, so like 10 years ago. Nice. I think it's important to note too, like the difference between habit and routine. Yeah. So routine becomes something that you, when you don't do it, you feel uncomfortable. Like Exactly, exactly. Allison. Yes. So you get anxiety. Like I can't go to bed without washing the face and brushing my teeth. I cannot do it. That is my routine. Um, So there have been things, habits I've done or things I've wanted to do my life in the morning, but now there are things that I cannot go about my day without first doing. And that's exactly. Yes, girl. My magnesium. (laughs) The human brain actually habituates repetitive activity. And if you don't subconsciously do what you've always done in that very moment, it's the definition of insanity. Your mind says, wait, wait, hold on. This is not what we do. So it becomes uncomfortable and we can't relax. So yeah, we have, we have to have everything. Agreed. 100%. <laughs> this is By the way, conversation. I was nine years old when I figured this out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I believe that. So, All right. <laughs> No, right, seriously, uh, getting up before school to watch uh, the Bozo the Clown show on WGN out of Chicago. You like, watched Bozo? Yeah, man. I like, watched was, Bozo showed, the Clown, too. Yeah, G.I. Joe and Transformers. That's creepy. There, oh, my God. Yeah, game. He had the bucket throw toss that I yeah, knew I could win. Yeah, the Grand Prize game. Yeah, you, the Archway Cook. the Grand Prize game. Come on. The, the bicycles, all the, the prizes. All the prizes. Oh my gosh. I feel like starting your day by watching a clown sounds terrifying. That it does sound terrifying. He was not really a clown. It was just actually his, like, oh, he kind of was a clown. Times were different. <laughs> his name was Bozo the Clown. You're, you're talking about the 40 people. Well, um, the, the 40 Scott, people. I don't know if that, if you wouldn't have watched Bozo at that time, that, that would have made you into like an anxiety or chaotic moment. Not that that matters. We don't want anybody to go into that moment, but um, yeah. Yeah. anyway. You know, I'm good on those 70s like public television specials. I'm okay. I'm okay on that, Scott. I said 70s. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, no, he's boring. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so <clears throat> so the brim of the brew. Um, if you guys are listening to this episode, just kind of wanting to bring it back, you've heard all walks of life and everything that we've we've gone through to figure out a morning routine or a morning habit. 
um, driving it home, it is important and it, uh, it it's going to feel uncomfortable figuring it out. And you don't have to measure yourself. You don't have to be a certain expectation. You just have to figure out what's what's right for you. But definitely set aside that time. At least some sort of quiet time. Do you guys agree? I love quiet time. Absolutely. Yeah. So just do that. And um, until next time. Bye-bye.